<laughs> well, it's uh, Halligan and De Piero. <laughs> Ring your email your boss and tell him not to let, not to have you in till till eleven o'clock and copy his in. No, don't. <laughs> do do do. Now the murderer of Sarah Everard. For goodness sake! Actually, understand what's coming next, will you? We've got Mike Trace here, who is uh, chairman of the Forward Trust. Mike, can you can you hear us? Well, we we can hear him only very quietly. Sounds like he's in a wind tunnel and his picture is frozen. But this is great TV. Well done, Liam and Gloria. Marvellous. And one of the main recommendations of the report is... Yeah, works really well. I really want to help, want to hear what you're saying, Mike. So during the break, we'll try and try and get a second connection to you. <laughs> oh, Liam doesn't look very happy. Oh, he's smiling through the tears. Oh dear, but the Daily Telegraph seems a lot nicer now, doesn't it, mate? <laughs> Paul Hawkins preparing, sort of burping quietly. He's in a pizza place, which is why he was saying earlier on, on the breakfast uh, run, because he's going to be in the pizza place all day. Dyspepsia Central. He's going to be there all day, and uh, he was telling us earlier on that it, the pizza is the best thing to eat when you're watching your football, because you can keep your eyes on the screen. I'm going to look down. I'm not sure that really follows, but uh, is he part of the pizza marketing board now? But there he is, in front of someone taking a call, making a pizza. Paul is keeping the microphone quite close to him, so you can't really hear what Darren, the proprietor, has to say. How's it been for you? Double does it. Ah, Darren's got a microphone on, so now we can just hear him in a sort of robotic way. Maybe the microphones aren't very good standard. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, Milano's pizza, a bunch of Domino's actually. Look at our other pizza. What about Papa Joe's? What about them? What about, what about Pizza Hut? Come on, mate. Blimey. He's repeating the not having to look down to eat your food. You do have to pick the pizza up though, don't you? Otherwise you might find that you're eating a cardboard box. You do have to look down to eat the pizza, but then you can just shovel it in, as he says. He's a reporter, Paul Higgins. Is that his name? Well, Paul, anyway. He's a reporter. Wouldn't believe it, would you? There's a petition to give us a bank holiday if England win. And um, McCoy uh, asks us um, who's going to... Uh, to turn down the offer of a free bank holiday. His colleague Phillips said, <laughs> no one. <laughs> Getting sick of this bleating of hers. I really am. I've only really seen her for a couple of days. And if you if you watch it on Sunday, will you, will you be like on Monday, will you be in bed or will you be Be watching McCoy and Phillips, right? <laughs> McCoy says, we've all had a bloody awful 16 months, don't speak for me. I carried on working through that 16 months, I was working from home, very productive, got a lot done, 
really enjoyed my house, really enjoyed my garden, really enjoyed spending time with my wife, and I've really enjoyed it. So do not tell me that we've all had a terrible time, and I shouldn't feel guilty because I'm one of the ones who's enjoyed it. But you see, the prevailing mood is, isn't it awful? Can't wait for our Freedom Day. Well, you know, a lot more to it than that, but it would take a program with a lot more depth than GBN to look at that. He, uh, he says, they say, have you got a song ready? The gentleman who's, uh, he's just a fan, I think, is, uh, says, I like World in Motion. Well, McCoy knows nothing about that because he knows nothing about football, it seems to me. He's just been fed some lines. So he says, how does it go? The guy says, don't make me sing on live TV. I can't sing at all. McCoy, the patrician father, then says, it wasn't a question. How does it go? And, he, he, and the, the guy actually, to his credit just says the rap, the John Barnes rap. McCoy doesn't know anything about it. He doesn't know anything about that song. Why would he? doesn't seem to know anything about football. Didn't even know that the final was on Sunday. He thought it was on Saturday. Now he's been briefed it's on Sunday. At least that's something. Oh, somebody comes on to, to, to give an email about their very highly paid footballers. Before he reads it, McCoy, who's not read it before, clearly goes, oh, here she goes. Oh, well, that's very nice of you, isn't it? Do send us your emails so that McCoy can take the mickey out of them live on air. I'm not sure that uh, Phillips really enjoys uh, or understands this football thing. I think she enjoys it because she's supposed to. But um, McCoy, quite rightly actually, to be fair to him, and I don't really want to be fair to him, says um, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, Northern Ireland, they're very sorry to be going on about this. Phillips says, get involved, get involved. No, it doesn't work that way, does it? have um, a Facebook post from a school basically saying um, that children can come in later on uh, on the Monday and um, have pride in, in the team and also prepare for disappointment. It's a learning opportunity. It's really good. Unfortunately, the monitor's too far away and it's too small so they can barely read it, either of them. McCoy has a go, but he doesn't half trip over it. And afterwards he said, sorry, I didn't have the flow it should have had, but the monitor's too far away. <laughs> well, maybe think about not showing it then. He tells a story about someone who um, put himself out when the match with uh, with Denmark was on. And now, because he put himself out, he missed the match. He's got a ticket to the Italy game, which is... And he says, he says, there you go, good news story. Yes, says Phillips. Good, says McCoy. Moves on. The look on his face as if he really doesn't like doing this at all. I'm not surprised really. Don't worry about meerkats. They're mystic meerkats because um, they're given some food between an England and an Italy flag and um, this is at a zoo and they pick one and um, McCoy just he's just so impatient and they chose come on and they chose you gotta stick with it and they chose his colleague Phillips tries to uh, to talk over around you know yeah dig that thing out of the ground yeah dig that flag up yeah and they chose oh England he's not interested at all is he he hasn't he's doing good news stories but he has no humour about him whatsoever well I'm not surprised when they 
they just show someone playing a, a, a sort of brass band with it, with and sort of with drums playing a song, and then it just ends. And they said, "Oh, what was that? No idea what that was. Oh, there's your good news. What?" <laughs> It's almost as if they just don't care anymore. And then we end off the good news stories with a heartbreaking story that people just cry at when they see about a dog that's about to die. It's not a good news story. It's a story that makes people sad. Don't you understand what good news stories are? They're supposed to make us happy and laugh. Blimey. This is just... It's just like a like a, a bird with one wing trying to fly. It is that sad. This is not a good news story. McCoy and Phillips is not a good news story. You've got McCoy who doesn't want to be there, really cheesed off about it, and Phillips just laughing all the time at him and looking at him as if she's enthralled to him in some way. It's a bit odd because of the differences in their ages. And it's almost as if everybody else has given up as well. Bloody funny, though.